After much debate and a little bit of confusion, athens Clark County Commissioners passed new regulations on short-term rentals. Nine yes, zero no. All right, thank you, Madam Clerk. <laughs> Plus, Governor Brian Kemp's mid-year budget moves ahead in the Georgia House. From Athens News Matters and the WUGA Newsroom, this is Athens Today for Wednesday, February 7th. Good morning, I'm Martin Matheny. After two failed votes and a brief impasse, athens Clark County Commissioners passed an ordinance regulating short-term rentals at a meeting on Tuesday night. While commissioners seemed generally supportive of an ordinance to regulate short-term rentals, like Airbnbs and Verbos, they differed over a provision that would require non-compliant properties to shut down within two years. David Ellison is an attorney representing some short-term rental owners. He told commissioners that that sunset clause would likely lead to litigation. If y'all pass this tonight, you put property owners on the clock to take legal action. And the citizens, my clients who are here, asked me to be here tonight, don't want to go against the city. They will, but they don't want to. They don't want the county's resources being used defending this. Concerns about possible legal action prompted District 5 Commissioner Dexter Fisher to suggest that commissioners should send the proposal back to the county's planning commission for potential adjustments. That would postpone a vote on the ordinance by at least three months. District 7 Commissioner John Culpepper also expressed concern about the legal ramifications of the sunset clause. Our attorneys have advised us uh, against adding the sunset clause into this. And as Stewart, like Dexter said, as stewards of our taxpayer monies, I don't think it's responsible, uh, I think it's irresponsible for us to expose ourselves to um, unnecessary liability and expenses trying to defend this. The ordinance splits short-term rentals into two types, owner-occupied and commercial. Owner-occupied rentals would be allowed in much of the county, while commercial rentals, usually properties intended solely for short-term rental purposes, would be banned from neighborhoods zoned for single-family residential use. District 10 Commissioner Mike Hamby, however, encouraged his colleagues to move ahead. If we as a body made, a, made our decisions based on the number of times people get up and say they're going to sue us, we wouldn't make any decision, y'all. I mean, I think of, we wouldn't have a firefly, we wouldn't have a greenway, we wouldn't have some of the development that we've, that we've rezoned. We, wouldn't, we might not have sidewalks because we get sued a lot over people tripping on sidewalks, so maybe we, we may just stop building sidewalks. I think you see my point. A substitute motion by District 8 Commissioner Carol Myers to move ahead with the ordinance as written didn't get enough votes to pass, and Fisher's motion to send the ordinance back to the Planning Commission also failed. That left commissioners at an impasse going into a break. Mayor Kelly Gertz. So, so we don't have direction, and so what we're going to have to contemplate is a direction, a move. All right. Um, th this is uh, past the point when we, by standard, would have taken a break. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a 15-minute recess. That 15-minute break turned into a 25-minute break, after which commissioners reconvened and Myers introduced a fresh motion to pass the regulations. Gertz agreed to send the ordinance, if passed, to the commission's Government Operations Committee, giving that group of commissioners two months to suggest changes to the ordinance. With no debate, Myers' motion passed the commission 9 to nothing. Amendments to Georgia's state budget are moving ahead. Alexia Ridley has more. 
The measure includes $315 million to cover bonuses already paid to public employees and teachers and $1.5 billion for road building and maintenance. The House Appropriations Committee voted to advance the budget, which would boost spending through June 30th by $5 billion. The full House is scheduled to vote on the bill today. Governor Brian Kemp supports the increase, which would push spending of state money to $37.5 billion. The Georgia House of Representatives gave final passage on Tuesday to legislation adding a long list of offenses to those ineligible for no-cash bail. Jeff Dontre has details. The House voted 9769 along party lines to adopt a conference committee report on Senate Bill 63, worked out by House and Senate negotiators. The ban on no-cash bail applies to both violent and nonviolent crimes, from murder and rape to possession of marijuana with intent to distribute, and white-collar crimes including forgery and financial transaction card fraud. Most of the work on the bill was done last year, but the conference committee couldn't reach an agreement before lawmakers adjourned for the year. Athens Representative Houston Gaines carried the bill in the state house. In sports, UGA men's basketball is in Starkville, Mississippi tonight for a contest with Mississippi State. Both teams are currently 14-8. and eight. The Battle of the Bulldogs will commence with a 9 p.m. tip-off in Starkville, Mississippi. Meanwhile, UGA women's basketball heads to Starkville tomorrow for a game of their own against Mississippi State. Tip-off in that contest is at 7.30. And the Atlanta Hawks are in Boston for an evening game with the Celtics tonight. Tip-off at 7.30 at TD Garden in Boston. For WUGA News, I'm Martin Matheny. Your financial support helps fund not just the reporters you hear on our local news, but the team of producers and editors working behind the scenes to bring you in-depth and comprehensive local coverage. Please, do your part today by visiting WUGA.org and clicking on the red Donate button at the top of your screen. Thank you.